Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about being thankful. So this month, in the month of August of 22, we've been working on a connection challenge, to connect on a new level with God, our purpose, our loved ones, and our community. And we talked about this verse. If we walk in the light, as God is in the light, we have fellowship with God and fellowship with people. When we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. And we've talked a lot about walking in the light, staying positioned in the light over this last year or two here. And one of the biggest shortcuts I've learned to just walk in the light all day long, be thankful. Be thankful. It's as simple as that. It's so simple. Just stay in gratitude and thanksgiving. Because what I've noticed is as soon as you get out of thanksgiving, you start losing your positioning. You stop walking in the light. We've talked about to walk in the light is to walk in faith, is to walk in love, is to walk in forgiveness, is to walk in humility. And the shortcut to all of this, just be thankful. Walk in thankfulness. So I want you to be on the lookout. We're kind of wrapping up this connection challenge for this month. I want you to be looking out. What's knocking you out of thankfulness? What's causing you to not be thankful? Is it a relationship? Is it a certain situation? Is it finances? Is it health? What's the area of life that's knocking you out of position, knocking you out of thankfulness? And how can you turn it back around quickly, learning to recognize this? And one of the things I'm learning, this is a decision. This is a decision we have to make every day to walk in this thankfulness. Because there's all kinds of opportunities, all kinds of things to be ungrateful for. You can find them if you're looking for it. But at the same time, there's things to be thankful for at the same time. It's choosing to keep our positioning. It's making the decision to stay positioned in the light. But you might be asking yourself, daily communion. Why are we taking communion every day? My church doesn't do that. Why are we taking communion every day? Well, about 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. But life wasn't going the way that I wanted to go. And I got to this place of just going for a walk with my wife and telling her over and over, there's got to be a better way to live. At the time, I was running my personal training business, and the business got into some tough times. and had the weight and stress and pressure of the business on me. And shortly after that, I came across a challenge to start reading one chapter from Proverbs every day. And a little while into that challenge, one day Proverbs 13.22 seemed to jump off the page at me. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But to be honest, when I got started, I had no clue where to start. I needed some help in my own life. So I just began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. My relationship with him began to grow. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way of living. We would make him the source, we would make him the center we learn how to do things his way, learn how to rest and trust in him and to allow him to do the work through us. But learning a new way to live wasn't always easy all the time. I went through some struggles. I had to change. I had to grow. I had to repent in a lot of areas. And I just began to document the things that I was going through, the things that he was teaching me. And it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. But out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe daily communion is the most important lesson. It's the most important thing. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. 
just remembering him. Taking a few minutes out of our busy days. We've got life coming at us today. Taking a few minutes to just remember. Wait a minute, I've got him with me. I've got him with me in the busyness of life when the issues and problems come, things to be ungrateful for. Wait a minute, I've got him with me. The Apostle Paul says every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. How we take communion matters. Every time we take it, we take it with the fear of the Lord, with deep awe and honor and reverence for the sacrifice of Jesus and all that he went through. What God was willing to do to connect us back to him, what his sacrifice means for us. And so the process we typically use, we start with about a two-minute long prayer that's mostly scripture, coming from Ephesians chapter 1 and the prayer of Jabez found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine or judge themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we're talking about some practical physical fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. Let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them, and our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us, to make your face shine upon us and let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders, and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? Because when it all comes down to it, it's always called today. And we have to bring our relationship with God down into today to impact every area of life. 
And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's what we talk about. We go through our four fundamentals and bring in some presence and some fun into them today. But before we go through the fundamentals, let's remember God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and some stages along the way. It didn't all just happen in one day. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ, I think there's some steps and some stages along the way. And very simply, I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Better than we could ever ask or think or dream or imagine. And then we've got to be willing to move forward with his plan to put off our old ways and to learn how to walk out this new way of living. Walking in faith and love and trust and humility and thankfulness. And that's where I think these four fundamentals come in. So our first one, we talk about every day, let's stay positioned in the light. Every day we have a decision to make. Are we going to walk in the light or are we going to walk in darkness? When we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. We're walking in faith. We're walking in humility. We're walking in forgiveness. We're walking in love. And the shortcut to all this, like we're talking about today, thankfulness. Be thankful. we got a decision to make. We're going to position ourselves in thankfulness all day long. It's the shortcut. And when we take our position in the light, there are so many good things in the light. When we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has and he put it all in him. We have access to his peace and joy and spirit and power and love, his health and energy, his time and resources, his presence. It's all available in there. Think about this. You don't have to rely on your peace or your joy or your patience or your faith. You can have God's, his health, his energy. Those things are available to flow through you today. It's all in the light. And so first we've got to get in position to turn on the flow of this. And then our second fundamental is to magnify the light. To magnify is to make bigger or greater. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all these good things through us. It's also going to help us become more consistent in this as well. And to magnify the light, very simply, what are you focused on? What are you magnifying? What are you meditating on? What are you focused on? What are you consistently thinking about and talking about? Is it thankfulness? Is it complaining? And I like to think of that we got this example of two baskets. On one side, you can fill up the basket of the issues and problems by venting and complaining and pouting and getting down, toiling away in your mind, trying to figure everything out. On the other side, we could fill up the basket of praise, being thankful, praising God for who he is, praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ, praising him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. Looking for all the things that are going right. All the things to be thankful for. Filling up that basket of praise. Now this is not denying that there's issues or problems. It's simply choosing to magnify the light. Even in the face of those issues and problems. Because we trust that God can solve those problems a whole lot better than we can. But we do have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or we're magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. Number one, we'll be ungrateful. We'll be complaining, we'll be venting, we'll be pouting. We might snap at people or get aggravated or irritated. We might withhold good things that we know to do from people because we're mad at them. We might give people the silent treatment or avoid them. And on the inside, you'll feel the heaviness and the weight and the pressure, the fear, the stress and the worry. All those feelings, all those emotions are all signals, they're all cues. We're out of position, we're focused on the wrong thing. Because when we take our position in the light, there is rest in our soul. There's fullness and completion in him. We have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. 
And when we rest, God goes to work. And all those good things begin to flow. And you've got his peace and his joy and his love and his power. All those things begin to flow through you. And now everything is free and easy and energizing because he's doing the work. Now, if all this weren't enough, God gives us this amazing gift of grace. That if we ever get off track, we get out of thankfulness. We can get right back in. This takes a second to get right back in, to turn the tables, get back in position again, start magnifying the right things. You get right back in the light again. And it's learning to recognize those symptoms and turn it back around quickly. This is a skill set we have to develop. We can become skilled at recognizing the symptoms and turning it back around quickly. And then our third fundamental. we got to stay tuned in the day. You take a position in the light, you start magnifying it. All those good things are going to begin to flow. God's going to start to give you some leading and direction and some vision for your life. But we've got to stay tuned into him. My favorite way to do this is with a journal before bed. And I like to start at the top with what we call some filters. These filters are just short phrases that I keep rewriting every night before bed as a way to reinforce God's vision, direction, standards for my life. I like to start at the very top. What's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God's leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I want to bring it down into this year. What's the word or the vision or direction God gave me for this year? For me personally, this year, it's 2022, the year of the beautiful land. And he's starting to give me some glimpses, some insight into this beautiful land about this rich inheritance that he has for us in Christ and how to possess it, how to hold fast to it and not let it go. And then I want to bring it down into this month. This month, we're working on connection. And as we get ready to roll into September, we're going to be working on financial stewardship in the next month. So this month, I'm writing down connection, connection, connection. And this week specifically, we're working on connecting with our community. We're working on identifying areas where we're not thankful, where we need to turn things back around. So we got to stay tuned into him. Then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify. What went well today? What are all the ways you saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. I started with the big picture, then this year, this month, this week. And then I want to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with. What do I know to do today? Our fourth fundamental. What do I know to do today? Because I learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure things out, trying to force things to happen. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. So I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? And that becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning. We get the day started right. We remember this very important principle that the first thing out of our mouth every morning Sets the tone for the whole day. And I feel like this is something we can imitate God in. But the very first words we see him speak in the whole Bible, let there be light. And so now those are the very first words out of my mouth in the morning when I get up. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan in full confidence in him that he's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, with all the doubt and unbelief removed, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. 
He begins to beautify our lives, to bring these beautiful and perfect gifts from above into our life, things that we can never make happen on our own. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our lives. So talking about being thankful today, we started out this month of August with our prayer for the Connection Challenge, talking about if we walk in the light as God is in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. And I think one of the biggest things he's reinforced to me over this last month is just the importance of thankfulness and how it helps us to stay positioned in the light so that we do have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. And to learn to recognize when we're getting out of this quickly. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. We're thankful for this reminder of thankfulness. And we're asking for your help to help us to identify any areas where we're not being thankful. And help us to turn it back around quickly, to get back into thankfulness, to get back into the light again. And this to help us understand the importance of this, even though it's such a simple little thing. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, it's broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember. God sent us his one and only son. To die for our sins, all the ways that we missed it, we messed up. He laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. Through his one sacrifice and went through what he went through on that cross, we've been made righteous and holy and perfect in God's sight. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. He raised us up with him and made us sit together with him, made us one with him. All because of his one sacrifice. So Father, I thank you for this bread and all that it represents, and I ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, This is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light. That's something to be truly grateful for. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us, cleanses us, makes us new creations. Gives us this new covenant with God, this blood sworn oath in the blood of Jesus. That God is with us. He is for us. He's working for our good. He's our shield and our great reward. I'm just thinking of this verse I read this morning. It says, God's faithfulness is a shield for us. God's faithfulness is a shield for us. I'm just thinking about that, being thankful for that today. So, Father, we thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take your juice. All right, health and fitness. Simple concept. Yesterday, we talked about doing farmer's walks as a way to vary things up every, every now and then. As you're going through your workout, anytime you are holding weights in your hand, give them a, give them, hold them tightly, hold them securely. The hands are made to secure things. 
So give them a squeeze and hold on to them tightly and firmly. Not over squeezing, but just a firm grip on them. Make sure you got them secure in your hands. You're going to be amazed. Your hands get a lot stronger, which is very helpful for improving the strength of your whole body. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.